Your home is more than the sum of its parts. And creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products. That's why the experts at Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are. Bring your vision to us. Schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like DXV at build.com slash Ferguson. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to 15 minutes of relevant, important topics or subject. Okay, I'm going to bounce right back off or piggyback what I left off of what's going on in Israel. I uh, I talked about what is Israel's position today and how God looks at, in my perspective, Israel Today, when I talked about Israel a few podcasts, a few shows ago, I'm not going to talk about that again. But what I want to give you an update that I didn't know too much about of what's going on, and I'm sure a lot, a lot more will come out, is 86% of the people in Israel, they don't want Netanyahu as their president anymore. They want him thrown out. Now, I'm getting this for alternative. Because I don't, I, I, I don't go around, I don't listen to the Christian networks or the mainstream media networks and everything like that. Because uh, you should know, most, most mainly conservative, right, leaning, okay, man, this song calls an aggregate. It's a bunch of junk. Most, uh, I got to do something about that. So a bunch of garbage. Most uh, politicians on the right Republican side, mainly conservatives, are allies of Israel and they're there to protect Israel and they're, they're, you know, looking out for Israel and stuff like that. Okay. And then you have a big chunk or the majority of believers, Christians and churchgoers, including the Catholic Church. That's on the side of Israel and what's going on and everything like that. So I, I haven't heard much of the negativity about Netanyahu, and a lot of them are hearing things and they they automatically just on Israel's side. I talked about that before, and I think that's an issue with that because you know uh, I'm gonna talk about that. And I'm gonna talk about something I had a conversation with this young lady today because something was going on on the way to work, but. Before I get into that, if I have time, I just talk about it on the next show. And okay, many people, according to alternative of news, this this Substack that I listen to, and the title of this Substack is called the uh, the second smartest man in the world. Why he called it that, I don't know. I, when you hear that, you just be wondering. Okay, who's the first smartest man in the world? Well, anyway, <laughs> I get a lot of information from him as well. And he's a researcher who does a lot of digging that I'm not able to do. Or I don't have time to do it. That's not my thing. I just take what they put out there. And he's reporting that uh, not, not he's reporting and also believing that Netanyahu set this up. 
in a sense, he allowed Hamas to attack Israel. And he's basing on, he's basing this on because if you don't know, uh, 90% or even more of Israelis was forced to take the vaccination. Did you know? 90% of Israelis was forced to take the vaccination. I think that's more than any other nation. I'm going to look it up, but I believe that's more than any other nation that was forced to take the uh, the, PC, the PJ bags, the, the vaccination, the COVID-19 vaccination shots. But that's terrible, you know, you know, uh, considering the danger of the vaccinations and considering an earlier article that the, the scientists and some of the uh, researchers been warned of the dangers of this vaccine, especially Pfizer and Moderna. You know, the dangers of the vaccine. And Netanyahu, from what I heard and other, some of the other leaders, knew the dangers of it, but they, they forced it on the people anyway, and people was dying and getting sick, and there's a lot of stories going on. Now, this is this is beloved Israel now, and many people think it's still God's favorite country today, and I try to explain, no, it's not. No, it is not. Israel is no different than another nation, and there's a lot of wickedness in Israel. These are not the people God is talking about. Okay, so let's get that straight. And uh, according to this article, Netanyahu is trying to cover up something, so he allowed this war. Now, how true this is, I don't know. It's always something coming up, but it's, it's, I feel it's up to me to just report it. You know, out there, what's going on around you for the ones that's lifting up and praying only for Israel, which is not good anyway, praying only for Israel. So I'll, I'll keep you updated if you're interested in what's going on with that. And is Israel part of What's going on Hamas? I hear a stories that some of the soldiers are killing innocent people. I don't know if it's, it's purposely or what. I don't know. But I want you to understand when you pray for Israel and stuff like that, remember, this is not the called Israel God is going to redeem in the future. Now, what I'm not saying is the people not going to open their eyes because the Bible says that you know, Israel's eyes will be open, but that does not mean all Israel. Okay. So remember that for now, Israel is not God's favorite country. And so it's a lot of anti majority, 86 something percent, after what I heard of Israelis, don't believe in the Son of God. And they don't believe Jesus is their Messiah. And it's more secular. It's called, a, they're religious. The, the nation is religious, but they are not Christians. Matter of fact, they don't even like Christians, a lot of Israelis. So my point is, don't be surprised when you hear things like that because they are no different than other Gentile nations. My point is, okay, I'm going to leave you with this. I got eight minutes. I was uh, on my way to work. It's usually this, this Christian sister that I'd be talking to, very sweet young lady that I'd be talking to. And we had a conversation today. And the illegal immigration that's going on in Chicago is getting bigger because they're still dropping people off. Buses are still, from what I heard, coming every day. And I think we got a capacity of close to 19,000 illegal immigrants there. Remember, illegal, not immigrants. I don't care what brand they want to call them. They are illegal. 
sanctuary people, whatever you want to call them, at least about 19,000 of them that's arriving somewhat daily or whatever from what I heard. I could be wrong, but this is what I'm hearing. And we were just talking about different things. We got on a conversation because they had a little meeting at the Jewels Grand Bazaar. That's why I catch my bus at in downtown Chicago on Division Street. The ones that lives in Chicago know what it said. Well, let me go ahead and digress. And they was having a meeting. She told me they was having a meeting about what's going on with the homeless and different things like that. And it's causing a problem. Now, I believe this meeting has to do with some of the more uppity, I believe, middle class, maybe wealthy people. And it was a, like a police officer talking to them. Because I believe there's people around that area, in the division area in Chicago, has to... Uh, has some concerns, which they should about what's going on with the illegal immigrants and crime in general, which is bad in that area. You know, the theft and the illegal immigration uh, piled up with that. It's not making it no better in a pretty, a normally pretty decent area. Well, anyway, they was talking about that. And you have a lot of meetings and a lot of groups, uh, meetings in the Chicago area, but this happened to be up north. For uh, closer to where I work at, more middle class and more, I just say uppity uh, people that live at, that live in high rises. Can one lady say she stand a high rise? Now, that's good that they're they're addressing this problem because it is an issue and it is a problem. Okay, I got five minutes, but. Like I said before, the issue has been addressed because it's in your front yard now. They didn't care when it was in Texas or Florida. And I'm just being real. They didn't care when all this was going on in Texas and Florida. Okay. It was no issue. You didn't hear them speak about this. Now, I'm not saying everybody because I don't know everybody. But it wasn't a protest that people was not talking about that, you know, when it was somewhere else in Texas. And I don't believe many of them that lives in that area would be talking about it now if it wasn't close to their high rises and close to their homes. You, you follow what I'm saying? Uh, the pros about this, people speaking up and they fighting against it, against it, which is good. The cons about this is is it, the only reason they're fighting about it because it's in their front yard now. I believe so. Because they never spoke against it before. And, you know, and that's what the conversation was about. Okay. But me and a young lady, this sister was talking and everything. And she said something that I'm sure a lot of people that don't understand politics or they look at the Republican Party as racist and the evil demons and devils because that's what they hear on the news from the Democratic Party or the far left, whatever like that. that you got some, yeah, some dirty evil Republicans, but I'm just talking about the label as a Republican, as known as racist and stuff when it comes to mainly a black because that's what we was coerced to believe. And she was saying, you know, and she hit something and she said something that I had to rebuke her on that, not in a negative way when I said rebuke, but I had to uh, correct her and update her or or what or let her know what's going on, why this is happening. Because she looked at it, she said, you know, and I'm going to have to finish this in another podcast. She mentioned that uh, the Republicans are responsible and they have a lot of nerve of sending all these people to the Democrat state and stuff like that. Now, do she vote for Democrat? I would not doubt it. I would doubt she did. 
she's a believer. But even a lot of black believers vote Democrat. Sad, but they do. And I'm not sure. I'm going to ask them one day, you know, because that's what I do. Why you, Why she defended like that? So I didn't probably did. The way she said it about the Republicans, I doubt she probably voted Republican. Well, anyway, she was saying the Republicans are responsible of sending these people to a Democratic state. And she looked at that as it was wrong. They got a lot of nerve. It was evil for them to do that. And I had to explain to her, it, it, it wasn't really like that. What's going on? I had to explain what was happening. Okay. And I'm going to get more into that because I'm running out of time again because I only have 15 minutes to hit each time, you know, uh, on conversations or topics I'm talking about. So, uh, the next episode of, uh, you know, uh, Body of Christ Real Talk, we're going to get more deeper into the conversation that me and her had. And also what I invited her, I asked her, could she do something about her life story for me that I think a lot of people need to hear about. But I get more into that in the next episode of uh, Body of Christ Real Talk. Stay tuned for that. Wells Fargo presents one of the surest ways to grow your money. A Wells Fargo CD account, where you can earn a 5.00% annual percentage yield on an 11-month term with a minimum opening deposit of $5,000. Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash CD rates to open a CD account and start growing your savings with us. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A., member FDIC. 